Hello there, this is Christine. The end of Act 1 of Chronicles of the Gatekeeper is almost upon us. You know what that means. We're going to host a discussion episode in its wake, and we want to hear from you. Send us your questions about the adventure, the characters, and our experiences running Force and Destiny to heroes at theheidianway.com. With that out of the way, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge. Defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life, looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better. Watch your back, or Viber Ring's gonna reach you. Will this team find the light, or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of the Hardy and me. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way. The leaders of the families Tumrus and Helshar came together to discuss the future of Quilas with Hillary, Skip, Kesh, and Koba joining them at the table. Generations of bitterness prevented easy answers, but temple leader Kazolam and the right of accession took the decision out of their hands. New leadership would be chosen by tradition, and then the rebels could make their move on the Reeve's manor, while the heroes made their move against the Reeve himself. Who will take up the mantle? Will the two families unite? Or will the heroes have to make their own plans? Find out on this week's episode, A New Path. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system. Using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper Adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 1, Episode 11. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Oh, hello there. I'm, I'm Skip Gobi. I'm a Calarian Seeker Hermit. Thank gosh you're here, because this political stuff is really kind of super boring, and I'm getting a little restless. And they're doing something with some weird seed thing over there. and Maybe something exciting will happen now. Skip, pay attention. This is very important. I'm mm. Kesh, the Trindoshan Seer, and don't don't mind uh, Skip over there. We we need to resolve exactly who's going to be in charge around here. Now, Hillary at least has been paying attention, haven't you? Well, of course I've been paying attention. I do hope there will be a wedding. Uh, I am Hillary Alorik. Lord High Lord, if you want to be technical. Counselor teacher. I know that doesn't sound like I earned the title, but trust me. I didn't just make it up on the go. I'm really rather intrigued by this lighting. What about you, Koba? Weddings, what? Yeah. Any little piece of information can be useful sometimes. As a Doug investigator, a lot of galactic customs have been the key to unlocking some sort of critical fact in a case. So yeah, anyway, this is probably important. 
Which means we should be paying attention. Mm. Right, Skip? What? Close enough. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another a question. This time, it is Koba's turn. Uh, Hillary? Yes. And I apologize if this is a question that's already been asked. I do not remember, but what what is a Lord High Lord anyway? <laughs> that question I don't think has been asked, and that might that's... be the best question we've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pertinent at all. Well, you see, you you have your your usual lords or lairds, depending on where you are from, uh-huh. um, and they're pretty important. And then you have your high lords or lairds again, depending on where you're from, and they're quite important. But when you have a group of high lords that can stand over the lords. It gets a little crazy until you have someone who stands over the High Lords. So that person, which would be me, would in fact be a Lord of the High Lords. So I am Lord, comma, High Lord, Hillary Alorik of the Flying Aloriks. So I can be over you in, in literal terms, too. I see. So it's like a Super Saiyan mm-hmm. God, Super Saiyan thing. Something like that, except I do not change color. Oh. I don't think I do. Is there a High Lord, High Lord? I have not come across one yet, and I hope I do not. Because... Seems like logically there would be. Well, it's it's a macro thing. If you keep backing out, I'm sure you'll find one somewhere. But there's none in my sector. And that's all that matters. Power vacuum. (laughs) Those never stay that way for long. I've been doing quite fine. Probably helps that I don't stay still for very long. <laughs> no, no further questions, Your Honor. Oh, you don't need to stand upon ceremony with me, Cope. Oh, oh, uh, you're probably just using that as a figure of speech. <laughs> the camera comes in looking in somewhat diffused light at the moment, very soft focus. You get a little bit of a idea of this pillar in the middle of everything and four beings standing around it, holding hands and illuminated by the light coming from this pillar. But what's in the center focus is this one little seed pod is drifting this way and that. You can see others in the back that are moving their arms and their wings in a very rhythmic motion. As you're looking at all of this, you can hear a little bit of the chant that's going on to keep everyone in time. The only thing that's in focus to start off with is this little seed pod that is drifting and floating up and then down. It seems to be fluttering on this wind that has been created. It initially goes very close to the beak of Kazo Lamb as they're chanting and still holding the pod that this seed came from. It 
seems to be taking a very circuitous route for wherever it's going to finally end up. It goes in front of Hillary's face and... Hillary is standing there. Are we actually... We're back away from everything, right? Just kind of standing along the sidelines? They're in the middle around the pillar. There's several rows or really circles of seating around it. So I figured you'd be in like either the first row or the second row sitting. We're standing back a little ways. Hillary is doing the the serious face. His big eyes are wide and taking and everything. And if you're watching his posture, it's very erect and alert. Not tense like he's scared, but tense like he's he's excited. And he is just in awe of this beautiful ceremony they're witnessing, listening to this music. His hands are folded behind his back and he's just taking it all in. And he sees their belief and he sees this mysterious process going on. And for for the moment, he, he has great hope of what these people could do to move forward out of these dark times they're in. So he's he's just sitting there with this kind of flat expression, just a quirk of a smile almost. Then the fluttering seed pod comes almost like it's about to touch the ground at Koba's hands and brushes up going past Koba, almost to the point where Koba has to duck out of the way, otherwise it's going to like go up a nostril. <laughs> Koba, yeah, sort of dodges to make sure that it doesn't decide that he should have any responsibilities. The closeness of the pod probably catches a little off guard, though, because he is focused not on the ceremony itself, but on the beings involved. He's like waiting for any of them to make a move if they don't like the results of this. Especially Odier probably, I think, gave him the most like might try something vibe. So he's just on alert. I don't know what would make you think that. Oh, dear. Great. Uh-huh. As it flutters up over Koba's head, sort of swirling there for a moment, and then spins in a flat circle over towards where Kesh is standing in behind them. It looks like Kesh has forgotten to breathe as she is watching this seed pod move through the air passing close to person after person and for her it's like she's watching different potential paths as they open up and the dangers inherent to them and the possibilities and just as soon a road is closed off as the seed pod moves on to another, and then a whole new set of possibilities opens. And she's just waiting to see which road fate, which road the scorekeeper will take them. And then from there, as Kesh moves back into a soft view, the seed pod continues on, and then... It gets close to Skip, but it seems like with Skip not really paying attention to what's going on, 
it circles around Gudge. Almost literally, as Gudge is sort of hovering there around Skip. Skip sort of eyes it out of the corner of their eye for a moment, but there's there's a lot of activity fluttering around in, in Skip's easily distracted brain. And the thing that is sort of most at the forefront is what Skip saw Kesh do. And some of the implications of that are starting to solidify. You know, it took it took Skip a little while to sort of figure some things out. But this part is not particularly interesting to Skip. Things were interesting when everyone was fighting and yelling at each other, but this seems... Skip knows what's not really in Skip's wheelhouse. So, looks at the fluttering thing and then just kind of goes back inside their own head to continue thinking about this whole cash force power thing. I'm sort of feeling like we skip doing that, thinking about caches and powers and the actual display of them, and Gudge being there sort of distracted and picking up on Skip's restlessness. It would almost snip at the seed pod, which would cause a little push to it. As it gets to one of the aisles, heading in, a gust of wind from one of the beating wings of the Sathari push it in, and it goes up almost to the tip of this pillar that is bathing everything in light. It goes up on end, does a final twirl, coming down, landing on the top ridge of Kazo's head, finally coming to a rest. Well then, it seems as if the ancestors have entrusted me with this great duty. I think it is the younger among us who can carry us into the next phase of our society. The Reeve cares not for our customs or traditions, Though fighting against the Reeves' power may inflict some damage, letting our culture die slowly is perhaps a worse fate. She motions at Patherine and Elena. I think it is these two, together, who the ancestors wish to lead us. Alina actually will look startled um, and uncomfortable because, like Patherin, she was not one of the elders that were born and raised and groomed into leadership. Hence her scribey kind of gear. She was content during research and encouraging people to look for better paths. Leadership was not on her uh, agenda for the day. So she'll kind of, you know, do the thing. She'll drop the the hands of her father at one side and Patherin at the other and, and step back, hands over her, her face. And Patherin would be stepping back pretty much at the same time, looking to Odir and Co, wondering what their reactions are going to be, almost stealing himself to get into a fist fight with Odir. 
Odir is looking, one could possibly say smug, but is mostly looking at Ko to see how Ko reacts. Ko has closed her eyes as soon as the, the judgment is made, and she hangs her head for a moment and breathes in deeply and out and opens like like a burden's been lifted off of her. She even seems to stand a little bit straighter. Then it has been decided. <laughs> and then she looks towards Odir. Do you wish to challenge this at all? Or will you too step aside and let this new generation make what decisions they will for right or wrong? The ancestors have, of course, spoken. I, I think that probably the next thing there is to decide is how we're going to hyphenate this. I mean, I, I feel as if it should be my family name first, but... Father... Catherine... Do not start this. Yes. Now. Yes, Mother? You and your bride-to-be are in charge now. What will you have us do? We need to gather the hunters, for that is the only way that we're going to be able to occupy the guardians long enough for our guests to make it into Markov. However fashion that they are, this is going to be the hardest days of Quilas. I think for a generation. And he'll look kind of contemplative about that for a moment, then sort of raise up, not so much puff up, but sort of stand completely to his full height, which doesn't even look like he's done this before in the party's presence. Yes, with their help, we shall be able to move past what was warded before and move into a future that is of us. That is of Qualos as Safari in its creation. Well, Cash says, finally remembering to breathe in the back, make your preparations then, Patherin, and let us know when you are ready to assault Markov. We shall meet at the pillar. It isn't too much further on from there, and if there's any place that would be for us to remember where we've come from, it is the carvings that we turn to all the time to remember our past. That is where we shall meet. May the bear sloths be quiet tonight, for we all shall be out and for our futures. At that point... Odir comes up behind Patherin and just claps him on the back. <laughs> All right, son. I'm going to call you son. Now that you're one of the Tumruses, we've got a lot to talk about. Usually, if somebody was going to court one of my daughters, and it just goes into... <laughs> In the standard father about... mode. Yeah. <laughs> so, Elina's face covering which had dropped so she could snap at her father 
now changes to the head on hand of, oh, no. <laughs> and um, she goes over to Takazo to discuss what the heck they do to move forward in a less um, hunter-related way. In the ceremony kind of way. Yeah. That makes total sense. Hillary claps. He's he's excited. <sighs> Cash is going to uh, say one more thing to Patherin. When you are gathering your hunters, if you have any additional supplies that you could spare for us, we would appreciate it. As you might notice, we don't exactly have armor, stim packs. I think among us, we have a blaster. <sighs> and uh, I don't. I don't want to get stabbed with that bear sloth poison again. Uh, I see. Well, I do not believe our armor would be that effective on you. I don't think you are fledged right for it. Though maybe one of our, no, our child protection outfits wouldn't even really work for your friend there. But medical supplies and our weapons, you have full access to our armory. Though we are a chemical planet, much less than a particle blaster. Well, we'll take whatever help we can get. All that you need that we can provide. It's at that point where I'm thinking that there would be a screen wipe to either an armory section, which it would be grabbing whatever you want, because they do have slug thrower pistols and slug thrower rifles. If y'all want one. Uh, does anybody need... I've already got one. Okay. I've got my revolver. Oh, that's right. You got your revolver. Is Hillary armed? I don't think... I think we've, been, we've discussed this before. I think the answer is no, or it is, or yes, and he just never uses it. I feel like Hillary keeps giving up weapons when they're handed to him. <laughs> Hillary okay. does not have a weapon. <laughs> um, so in that case, I think... because. Uh, I think I have missed any time Hillary's been handed a weapon, so I think that might have happened in the episode I, I missed. Uh, Cash is going to pick up a slug through a pistol, look it over, make sure it's in good condition, and pass it, like, hilt first towards uh, Hillary. Uh, Hillary will take it, wait for Cash to turn around, and set it back down. <laughs> Hillary and just keeps just, passing. Exactly. It's like You pass Hillary a weapon, he's just going to kind of... Just keep it moving. <laughs> um, do they have any like stim packs to offer or any of that bear sloth poison maybe? They do have poison, however much of it that you're wanting. I mean, if Skip had a spare clip that they're wanting to load up with the bear sloth poison, that also would be a possible thing. Let me look at my inventory. I would like to gather stim packs and uh, antidotes. Good idea. See, yeah. they can get you two vials of the antidote. Hillary will uh, take two vials of the antidote. I do not. Uh, Cash will just load up her Dero with whatever it holds in terms of the poison and call okay. that good enough for that. Yep. If there are stim packs, she would love to grab a couple since it, Hillary may not always be able to patch people up. I was going to say, I don't have spares. They were they were expensive. Yeah, they've got slug throw rifles. They do have a couple 
stim packs, like actual like Republic era stim packs, but these things last for a century. Nice. They're what one might say shelf stable. <laughs> like Twinkies. Uh, so how many or do we out. have as like a party? To figure out how to spread them out. Is it just like two? Or is there we have enough? Like, are there four? Where we have enough for everybody to carry one? Thinking that there's actually just going to be the two. They have their own medic, but they don't really know off-world gotcha. biology well. Okay. Their medic... Oh, well, I've seen those things. These are the ones that we have, but the only other group that has these things in any sort of supply is the Imperials, and they don't seem to want to share or sell. We'll make do. Uh, Cash will go ahead and clip one of the stun packs to her belt, and uh, I'm guessing turns and sees uh, like Hillary with like grabby hands. <laughs> no, actually, um, Hillary is okay with others having them. Mm-hmm. So he'll kind of shrug at you like, I've got the pockets if you want to give me them. But at the same time, it's your call because he looks to you and Dakoba as the ones who are experienced in whatever we're doing. Then in that case, I think Cash uh, looks from Hillary. She briefly looks at Skip before dismissing, <laughs> uh, passing it to Skip and is going to uh, toss it towards Koba. So one one to Skip and one to Koba? One on Cash, one on Koba. Okay. It's fine. I have three stim packs anyway. I was about to say, I, I think <laughs> what? I actually have one. You've been holding out on us? Do you know, I have been injured this entire time. <laughs> Okay, A, nobody asked. <laughs> I mean, that's totally fair. But also, Hillary was doing all the healing. <laughs> also, I so to do much. I'm not yeah. the doctor this time, and I forgot they were there. Uh, that's that's okay, I just remembered I have one too. High five. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, Cash, Cash was carrying wounds all the way from the first Bear Sloth fight until I think we went in, until we had our last long rest. Are you back to... Full I haven't looked at my inventory since I made it. <laughs> you're you're good. Uh, Cash actually is is okay for the moment. I just know she tends to get hurt a lot. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm very battered, actually, still. Yeah, because I'm not entirely certain that anyone has dealt with Koba getting shot. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, um, uh, I wasn't part of we, that. We lost so. our blue doctor, and now we're just uh, we're terrible at maintaining ourselves. <laughs> we just have the the green frog with ADD. So yeah, no, we we are not murder hobos. We are perhaps murdered hobos. Oh, <laughs> well, you're Hobo not big yet. Yeah, are we going to yes. actually have a chance to to rest and recover? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you are going to be able to have a chance to, if you're wanting to get patched up for going into whatever this is going to be. Yeah, this is absolutely the time for that. Yeah, because um, we kind of went from like we, I think we ended the episode on Koba and Skip's adventure, and then we went straight into the the meeting. Yes. Right. So I completely forgot that that Koba was hurt. Yeah, like we haven't really had downtime, so it's not it's not like yeah. there was a bad reason that he still has wounds, just he does. So, if so we you're just guilt tripping me for nothing. Uh, no, yep. that was Christine. No, no, no. I was guilt tripping you on purpose. Because <laughs> that's Christine. So yep. um 
I, I figure Cash is kind of doling things out, and uh, after the first couple of minutes, uh, Hillary just goes and hangs out by the entrance, because, I mean, is there a pouch of rocks he can take? Like sling pebbles or something? Yes. Sling pebbles, that sort of thing? Yes, absolutely. I will take a pouch of sling pebbles, so that when Cash uh, yells at me for not taking anything from the armory... I can correct her. I mean, that sounds like a conflict point right there. <laughs> no, I'm doing this discreetly. <laughs> this is a conversation to have later. I mean, Brendan's not I, really I, I like how my trademark for this character has just become sighing. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily. <laughs> we have that effect on you. After the sun's gone down, for most of the next day, while the sun's up, it's prep and more people in these out-of-the-way sort of dried-out veins of the tree towards the dirt that than anyone's really seen before. You've got Hellshire coming, you've got Tummers coming in, and they're all in very woodsy-style armor, and it looks like it'll be effective for protecting against a bear sloth swipe, but still leaves their wings free so that they can glide away and use their maneuverability so that they don't just become a cloud of feathers in the first swipe of a bear sloth. You've got people coming through. They're loading up. The rifles are getting put out. People are starting to do like basic line forms for shooting. I'm sort of figuring that that would sort of be the montage of it. As night falls and one of the hunting groups comes back from outside, oh yes, the bear sloths seem to have been very quiet today. Either they're preparing for something or we could just get lucky. Thank the ancestors if we have. So question, are bear sloths more like, like bears in that they're they're not sapient or are they like... Sloths and highly intelligent. Giant, terrifying Ewok poison barbed things that are more tribal than kind of a developed social structure that we would recognize. I was figuring closer to, if anything, to be closer to wolves-ish. Okay. Like, so in the pack so, animal kind of thing. Okay, so, so kind of intelligent, but not social. Okay. When presented with a large problem, a lot of them will get together and attack the problem and then go their different directions. They're relatively solitary and territorial, but they don't actually have a true pack type thing. They don't really have a social hierarchy as some people would like to imprint on wolves or... But they're not like an actual cognizant enemy. Yeah, you're not talking like Ewoks or anything like that. You're talking... A semi-social animal. Okay. So during the arming montage, and I figure Cash is out doing some drills with them, and Koba's maybe, you know, skulking around, giving people gun pointers as needed, Hillary will take up a station with the people that are prepping for the injured for helping prepare meals and delivering drinks and food to the people training. Um, you know, doing encouraging support stuff. Okay. 
I don't know what Skip would be up to, um, but he Hillary would invite Skip to help on these tasks since Skip can be combative, like com- combat function, but that doesn't seem to be Skip's vibe. If that makes sense. Yeah, Skip will go with you, and while you're you're talking with folks, Skip's going to start going through their bag where they have you know useful things. While they're doing that, they notice a couple stim packs, and they hand one to Hillary. Oh, oh no, I uh, found one in my bag too. Don't tell Cash. You've all been holding out on me. <laughs> I haven't. Thank you, Koba. Now you I know you're the most trustworthy one here. <laughs> Go take your suspicious face elsewhere. Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I was mostly because, you know, I think Koba's still hurt, and I, I'm not about to go walk up to Koba and be all, hey, I uh, think you're hurt. Do you want this? You uh, you could just stab him with it. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I would get decapitated by a vibro-ring if I tried to surprise stab him with something. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, perhaps we will wait until we have our evening meal and... If he is not amenable to the notion of us helping him feel a little better, we will, I will, stab him helpfully. Perhaps when he's starting to go to sleep. Just so I can be at a safer angle. But we'll see. Perhaps he will allow us to aid him one way or the other. Yeah. Keep it handy. Yeah, sure. You know, I'll... I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Because uh, Skip had also just noticed the little bundle of, you know, ugly fabric that was wrapping up the fancy box. And Skip is going to go steal off to some closet or something uh, where they feel that they have some privacy. If that's a possible place to find. I'm sure there's a lot of motion in the in the different areas. There's also storage rooms in that that are generally out of the way that people aren't going into. Like they're not really going into like the food larder at the moment. All right, and then uh, Skip is gonna leave Gudge outside of the door. All right, just uh, keep watch. You know the drill. After after giving uh, Gudge the instructions to keep watch, we'll go into this uh, storage place and shut the door and open up the box. Hello, Padawan Skip. That still makes me a little uncomfortable, um, but that's fine. Hi, uh, I have a couple questions. And what are those questions, young Padawan? I just saw a friend of mine uh, do stuff with the space wizard magic. Yes. I didn't really know where I was going with this. I just have weird feelings about it. Do you have advice or something? What concerns you about this young Padawan? Uh, I I don't know. It just was a surprise. And in kind of like a way, it made a lot of sense. Uh, But then it also kind of made everything seem a lot more important and... Like, maybe... I don't know. This was all kind of fun, and with some intrigue and stuff, and 
and was definitely going to make a, a fun story, but now it seems big. The first time a young Padawan sees the realities of a grand adventure, it does become so overwhelming that, yes, the abilities that people can see, I can even sense through my bioorganic circuitry that you've also come into some, uh, shall I say, abilities of your own. But that is what you and your traveling companions are capable of. Yeah, but I don't have abilities like that. I just, you know, I, I, you probably don't know. I, um, okay, thanks. I think. How would I know? What is it that you're wanting to know? That you are here at the right time? Or that you are the right person? No, I mean about powers, I guess. There's a bit that I can teach, but mostly it is through the trials and attempts of a Padawan that you can find out what you are capable of. So... I'll just go about things as normal, and then if I need to be able to lift things with my mind, it'll just happen? It can be that simple, and your talents may not lie in that direction. You seem to be one who is very comfortable in the wilds, and maybe even escaping notice. But when the time does come... Yeah, but that's not magic. That's just what I've always been able to do. Talents do come for those always that the force makes it so that we can do our talents easier and not just to the extent that people can. Very few would be able to befriend a Sarfin, let alone be able to take them as a traveling companion. Well, that was really different because, you know, Gudge got hit by a, uh, a speeder. And I helped. And I guess maybe that is... Oh. All right. Um, thank you, box friend. And... Uh, do you need anything from us right now? No, not at the moment. And may the force be with you. Are you lonely when we close the box? I don't notice the change in time. It is only in that the place shifts that we talk. I don't really notice between when the holocron is turned off and when it is turned on again. Okay, that's good, because that would have made me feel really bad. Okay. Uh, thank you. Close box. <laughs> I do want to get medicine done on Koba and each of last things. I figure we'll have our, our room and we'll have dinner together or something before this all happens. That does make sense. I made soup. I'm, I'm not really sure what kind, though. It's something they gave me to put in. I don't smell any meat. Well, we're not exactly working in the best of kitchens, Cash. Mm. This is what we have. I think mm. uh, they gave me a cube that was meat-based. For the um, general effect, but no, this is in fact 
uh, almost exclusively vegetables. I, okay, I lie. It is exclusively vegetables because if it was not, it would be like meat or fruit. Hmm. Ooh, a fruit soup sounds kind of nice. Yeah, but not fruit and vegetable. We need to get off this planet. Uh, we shall, I hope. Also a bit of fungus in there. Before it starves me to death. For a very brief moment before Skip picks up the bowl of soup, Skip stares at the bowl real hard. <sighs> uh, but nothing happens, and then Skip picks up the bowl. Try and activate your heat vision. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd let it cool off that badly. <sighs> I guess let's make the most of this fruit soup and vegetable and some fungus do mushrooms <sighs> count as vegetables i'm not sure they have a vaguely meaty texture sometimes i it's what i wish we had a camera like i can't convey in words the expression i just made it with my face as cash i think it's just content simultaneously yeah disappointment disgust you say <sighs> it's uh i don't know anger I know anger is a very dangerous aggression. Right? <laughs> have heavy exasperation, please. I'd like to not be the target of those dark side points. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary will put together a bowl and take it to Koba. So, Koba. Yeah. How are you feeling? Been worse. I imagine you've also been significantly better. Skip told me a little bit of what happened. <laughs> uh, if you uh, if you got some time, I wouldn't turn down a bit of doctoring. I do, in fact, seem to have the, the moment. Uh, if you will just allow me to do what I can. Where does it hurt? Probably where he got shot. <laughs> what? Koba <laughs> indicates um, it's probably like near one of his shoulders, not particularly close to any like vital organs or anything. Okay, <laughs> I figured that it with your your trench coat, maybe it was a disguised kind of thing. It wasn't something that was readily apparent because it's just grubby. Just a graze. Is it just wounds? Yeah, five wounds. So you're gonna do the medicine thing, or you're just gonna stab him helpfully? It's given that we're going into a battle against somebody who's up on this really cool platform going through sword motions with other warriors, I feel like having the stim packs on hand in the near future might be important. That's why you use the stim pack when you can use the force. Or you could just well, do medicine stuff too. Like medicine stuff, then the force. Well, that's kind of what I did last time. I mean, it didn't really work last time. So five wounds, does that change your difficulty? I don't remember how medicine actually works. It is less than half. So that would be an easy check. So one people. And medicine's the one where it always feels, you've got a lot of time. This would be where I'd feel very uncomfortable upgrading for just upgrading's sake. <laughs> medicine check. You said one purple? Yes. How does medicine work? Does it? It just heals wounds, not strain. Advantage on the roll will heal strain. Okay. Rude gestures. Huh. Rude gestures. Ow. Two yellow, one purple, two advantage. 
Steven just never likes medicine rolls. I... It's just not kind to doctors. Truly, it is pretending to be doctors. As Hillary starts kind of poking around, you, you, your, your muscles relax. You can kind of enjoy the soup. He's, he's being very um, hesitant until he kind of finds out what's really going on. And then I guess I'll try to roll my force powers. Just, just roll one white, right? Yep. In a one per your force rating, so probably one. Yeah, one. Yeah. Um, so after you know he's he's got Koba kind of relaxed a little bit. He's gonna kind of massage the area, focusing on it, uh, thinking about everything they've done and everything they have to do. I got a dark side and a, a threat, which is not actually there. Or actually, can I still use it even though? Because it actually says whatever pip on either heal or harm. Uh, if it shows... It's the circle with both halves. It's the black and white cookie. Yeah. Then you can use either one. You do need to use the... You need to use a light side point, take a strain, and gain a conflict. But yeah, you can use the dark side point to heal. Alright, I love you all. And as as much as I do want to have conflict and not just be a little paragon to Hillary, it is a foolish thing to do. He is he is worried and he is scared, but so tap into that fear. <laughs> he pushes it back because he feels like you know what? There's just there's a better option to hand, and he stabs him helpfully. <laughs> <laughs> So there's yeah. there's a moment where Hillary's just, you know, like I said, feeling out the wound and you, you feel his hands kind of shake a moment. He takes them away and he kind of recenters himself. And then you hear a little click and a pssst as he just jabs you oh, with a stim pack. All that and you just stim pack me? <laughs> you feel better though, don't you? I mean... I hope it doesn't take you that long in the thick of battle. Well, to be fair, I wasn't really rushed. I was trying to do it gently, but next time perhaps I'll just push you. If it helps, it could have been me coming up behind you, surprising you with a stimpack. Uh, I don't know if that helps or not. But that was on the table. You never know how much time any of us have left in this world. So, so are you saying surprising you with a stimpack would have been an unwise choice? And I would have had less time in this world. See, I was right. Yeah, no, no, fair, fair, Skip. You you called it. I doff my chapeau. That was more accurate than I expected. Thank you for the soup. It is very um, it's chewier than something that's citrus, but usually. But I kind of. I think that's the kind of dig it. The the mushroom. I'm not sure. I like it though. We just need to get, like, a pack of jerky to carry around and throw in Kesha's bowl whenever we have soup. I would appreciate it. <laughs> we should, like, bring goats around with us and just lower them like the velociraptors. <laughs> what what happened to the goat? Look, I'm a Trindotian. I'm a carnivore. <laughs> what do you want from me? I mean, they hunt bear slaws. I'm pretty sure that they're going to have some meat. 
I'm pretty sure Hillary is doing this to me on purpose. Well, yeah, actually, what what this would be is Hillary made this soup without kind of getting in the way of the people preparing the other warriors. Uh. So it wasn't so much he intentionally did not get meat. It's one of those, hey, do you need this? No, okay. Hey, do you need this? No, okay. And so he got a bowl full of what he could and then made soup out of it. Yeah, this is why Cassie is so thin. She's just wasting away over here. Oh, I thought it was because you were very old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See all the all of this aging. I haven't had a good bowl of meat in so long. (sighs) Bowl of meat. (laughs) I do have one strategy question for the four of you and that is how are y'all wanting to get to markov's place because there is currently from what you can tell a good 150 maybe 200 hunters that are getting prepped one thing that i would like to get is a average leadership check from Hillary, and then I've got an idea for Koba if Koba actually was helping with like firing lines and whatnot. Oh, he probably was not. <laughs> what was Koba up to then? Yeah, I was about to say Hillary just saw you skulking around. He made an assumption skulking. as to what you would yeah. be up to. Skulking. Koba was probably lurking off by himself trying to find things useful to do without having to like be around people right now. Hmm. He has some baggage when it comes to uh, people getting killed for something he's done. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Um, I guess if anybody could provide him with any sort of like information about the layout of Markov's place or anything like that, he would probably spend some time just kind of absorbing useful information for later. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a fairly reasonable ask. The Reeves Manor is, how do I put this, huge? Huge. Oh, no, it's pretty much a treetopper huge thing. I mean, it's a three-story building inside a sphere that still has a surprising amount of room in it. Like, it's got a suite on top. It's got a cellar below. It has, like, a full-out throne room in it. It has gardens. It has a hollow map of Qolas staterooms like it's huge how many of those rooms have windows yes well not the storage <laughs> area so you can actually see some light in them that's interesting this place is like the gardens are pretty much free for that portion because yeah you've got the upper level which is pretty much markov's room which is just on its own pretty huge you've got like the throne room in the center and then you've got all these other massive rooms around it like a dining table that can seat i don't know 14 15 people on it you've got like it's just gigantic and then an appropriately sized storage area below that is about the same size as, like, the throne room. Do the Sthari have any sort of flying vehicles and or 
Riding animals. Riding animals? Yes. They have Tarvix. Do they fly? No. Surprisingly not. I meant flying riding animals. Oh, flying riding animals. How do they... How are they suspended? Like, is the bridge what supports them? It's attached to a tree, I assume. Like, it does have supports going to trees. As for flying animals... No, actually, they don't. It's mostly they... Right, they can fly, so why would... They haven't found any flying animals because yeah. they glide. And if they catch right updrafts and that sort of stuff, they just glide everywhere. So they don't really feel the need. It's only when they're carrying heavy stuff do they ever get worried about that. But then they've got the Tarvixes, which are great on the ground. And they're pretty much too big for Bear's Loss to really get going at them. Now, Bear's Loss could, but... You get the idea. So since the Sestari glide, they can't really gain altitude in the air, I assume? They Not particularly. That's, their fall. Yeah. Is there anything in Quolas that is higher than the Markov Manor? I'm going to go with that there actually is sort of a lookout point on top, but that's it. Like on top of the manor? And no, not on top of the manor. It's sort of closer to the top of the dome in some of these ancient buildings okay. where you've got this rickety, rickety set of stairs to get up. Sure. And then there's a platform at the top that you can look at, and it looks amazing because you're looking at over the ocean that is the top of the forest on Arboine. Like, you can only really get about... Mm, six, seven people up there before it starts becoming cheek and jowl. Yep. People are going up, people are going down, and the stairs are only like one Sathari wide, so it's... Is that lookout point close enough to the manor that it would be feasible for a Sathari to glide from it to the manor? I would go with yes. A Sathari could feasibly glide from the tip of that lookout point down to the gardens of the Reeves Manor. I'm going to see if any of their hunters are strong enough to carry a friend over a short distance. I guess what Koba's trying to figure is if there is a way to get the player character group into the manor sort of through a back door more or less while the battle goes on elsewhere. Okay. Uh, because he probably, like, we don't have a lot of information about exactly how large the Guardian forces are or or how much the Empire is likely to get involved, but I, I doubt Koba is super optimistic about the chances of the, you know, 200 or whatever hunters forcing their way into the manor. So he's probably angling on this going, well, if and only if we can cut off the head, so to speak. What I'm thinking about is if there's a way to get us, the player characters, into the manor, aside from the front door. <laughs> so with the Reeves Manor, there's a guard station in there, but there's yep. also a actual sort of guard house that is connected on a walkway. Is it along the main access bridge? Is that From what I can tell, it comes in more through the gardens, through the backside. Mm. Like the kitchen area i'll keep that as a plan b are there any hunters that could at the very least carry hillary or koba 
I'm going to go with yes. It would be hard for them to carry Kesh or Skip, but yeah, it would definitely be reasonable for them to be able to carry the two of you individually. Right. You're thinking just to get us in before things happen or? Well, probably while things are happening, the, the battle can be a distraction. So you've got the storage area in the bottom. It also would have a methodology of getting supplies into the storage area that aren't going like through the throne room. Mm -hmm. So there also would be like a ramp going up into the bottom of this giant ball. Sure. So, okay. yeah, no, there's absolutely ways that you can get in from the top. There's ways you can get in from the bottom or you can go through the main door. And yes, you, if you're wanting to use a couple of hunters to go up to the top and then glide down, yeah. That feels like a way that they wouldn't necessarily anticipate to the same degree as in through the storage area. Not that in through the storage area is a problem if that's just what we have to do. You could have the two that you're thinking of go through the top and then have the heavier two go in through the bottom. It's a pincer movement, if someone were to say. <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely an option if we if the bottom is lightly defended enough to manage. The other thing is if they're if the gardens are essentially attached to a guardhouse with an access point through there, mm -hmm. dropping into the gardens and then hitting those guards from behind, essentially, and then to let the other two in or to like catch those guards between the two halves of our party is some of where my brain is. Okay. Yeah, that can definitely work. So that we're not like literally in different parts of the building. I get you. That sounds good to everyone. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. Hooray. I'm going to need it all explained again as soon as we get to the point where we're going to be doing it. But mm -hmm. awesome. As Act 1 had a climax with a Barrowin plan, so Act 1 here will have a climax with the Koba plan. Let's hope it goes better. Well, well technically that first Barrowin plan didn't go poorly. Wait, never mind, never mind. It I'm went a bit poorly. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Trouble Brewing, not Act 1. Never yeah, mind. I was, was going to say, we jumped yeah. out of. <laughs> I just have to say, it's somebody else's turn. It's on fire. I mean, and this is altitude again. It's supposed to say different people are going to be in the air this time. I'm, I'm going to let us drop on something if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> gonna have us At do least this time we right? have one person who can, like, prevent... One additional person from Forest hitting fires. that hard. Yeah, Christine, have you decided if uh, if Koba and Hillier are both falling to their deaths? Have you decided which one of us you're going to save? Okay. Didn't even finish the question. I mean, that's that's fair. <coughs> I, I I can't say that was the answer that I uh, hoped for, but it was certainly the answer I expected. <laughs> Well, you know, Cash has been with Hillary a while. She's starting to develop, you know, a respect for Koba. I mean, look at him. Hillary's great. I'm adorable. What you need to do is encourage me to buy the magnitude upgrade next. Where you can fling more things? Yep, where I can grab multiple people. <laughs> also, because Hillary's kind of a guarantee I can, you know, sa save Hillary Koba. Uh, I need yeah, to roll that extra yeah. pip. Koba is silhouette one, so... <laughs> I'm a single pip. It, it's all right. Uh, plus, and Hillary can patch you back together. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, are you to the point part of uh, heal harm where you can just like bring somebody back from the dead? Oh, I've read through the list. Not not <laughs> quite there in XP yet. <laughs> so don't die. 
Please. Okay, so I'll wait till Act 3 to die. We have a plan. Koba's a plan that Koba's and explain to everyone else, kinda. Okay, look. These hunters, they're gonna take me and Hillary into the garden here on this map. That way. Where, where did you get a map? I asked somebody for it. What were you? What did you do with your last like six hours? I, I, well, I asked someone for armor and I didn't get any. So, <laughs> well, here did you can wear some? this map if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're you're going to drop into the gardens. What will Skip and I be doing? You'll be out here on the other side of the guard post that stands between the city and the gardens. Then, me and Hillary will uh, hit those guards from behind. You can uh, then hit the cards from the front, and we'll take them out, and they'll be in. Hopefully, without too much fuss. Okay, so you think that you and Hillary can sneak all the way to that point? That's all the way across that facility. No, 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 that, not that, that guard post, this guard post. Am I missing a guard post? It is not on the map, it's, but been yeah, established existed. That's my bad. You've got the main entrance, but you've also got service entrances. Okay. It is the methodology at which one might say extra minions would be able to arrive. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, so what the map omits is theoretically, to my understanding, correct me, Ben, if, if I'm incorrect, there is a bridge of some kind attaching the gardens directly to outside of the manor. Yeah. And there is a guard post on that one as well. Yes, that okay. is correct. Uh, oh, okay. Hmm. Sounds like a start. You know, I have a snipey kind of gun type thing. I, I don't know how I'll do head on. Well, you can stay far away if you want. It's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Does that thing actually hurt anyone? I mean, maybe they're pride sometimes when they wake up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's just some kind of awesome. Well, do what you can with it, but I for one wish you had an actual blaster. Blasters are noisy. The air rifle's relatively quiet. <sighs> As are my vibro rings. As are Hillary's. Hillary just shrugs. Well, we don't have to worry about Hillary making a weapon noise. <laughs> no, I'm going to make plenty of noise. Skip just looks really pleased with themselves that Koba <laughs> offered anything resembling a word of encouragement. <laughs> Guess maybe try to rein it in just a little bit. <sighs> Once they know we're here, we're going to be... Outnumbered and outgunned. I'll try. Mm. I'll take it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find true updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I'm Ren. You can find me on Twitter at Atomic Firebird or at Fast Times D, the letter N D, or on Twitch at the Make Believe channel. You can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T H, and Night with a K. I remain Leslie at LeslitGS. And I'm Brandon at Blue of the Ken on Twitter or uh, at Endeavor Show for my Star Trek actual play where Christine also is. Uh, it's, what a it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is. Doing space stuff. It is space stuff, which is, you know, not... Well, I guess we haven't been in space for a while in this particular instance of a Star <laughs> Wars game, but... Yeah, see, we're, we're primarily in space over there, yeah. and we do more science over there where we do more... Ma- uh, space magic we do more math over here (laughs) there's that too yes i mean you're not allowed on make believe to a certain degree that is true because star trek adventures doesn't have like xp for one thing it just doesn't true that's weird i like it a lot but you know i actually really really like that system i'm glad that i've gotten to play in it yep all right we are all at the heidianway.com where you can find previous episodes you can find more of aforementioned previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can really help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on all of those things. If you We're like also what we... what... Oh, dadgummit. What, Sorry. what Ooh, was that, Leslie? Toss a cred to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go sit in the corner now. I, I have been... I, I was trying to... Oh, wait. I'm already skipped in a corner. By Leslie. That's... Oh. I have to pee. We're also I- on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. Don't let me talk slower just to torture Leslie more. You can holocom <laughs> us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and would like to support the show, you can find us over on patreon.com slash thehydeanway. And if you want these micro machines. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, that was a noise from outside. <laughs> the laughing makes it worse. Or you can toss a cred to your podcaster at ko-fi.com slash the Heidi and Wayne. Imperial credits, though, please. Uh, Republic credits. <laughs> Don't work around here. I'm sorry, I'm a mess. Send meat. You said one purple? Yes. Technically, they said one poiple. <laughs> yes, but given that I have an option of rolling a purple die, my love, uh-huh. I think I will <laughs> make use of what is to hand. I'm just being punchy. Yeah, fair enough. Because <laughs> I can't be punchy anymore because I'm not Vistrano. I mean, you I'm can punch. try. Yeah, you just won't be very good at it. Okay. Says you. I mean, you're right. Oh, you're, you're trying to prove me wrong. No. <laughs> Post-it note: Koba dies here. <laughs> it's just Plan G. Hmm. Oh man. So what's Plan M then? <laughs> okay. You don't want to Sorry. know. Um. No. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. So Koba has a plan. <laughs> What was that? You asked me to do an average leadership role, like right. Well, you were going around helping ago. people, so yeah. So I got a success and two advantage. You can work that in however you want, my dear. I shall with our descriptions next episode. <laughs>